0: Sacrifice to win, and, uh, and you sacrifice in one area so that you can win in another area, and you, you make the decisions of, of what those things would be for you. Hey guys, welcome and welcome back to the Digest This podcast.
1: Today gets a bit personal as I interview my mother. In this episode, she and I both share what we ate as kids sacrifices she made for us as we were growing up in the household and how she managed to buy four homes and they are all bought and paid for, no debt. And she also shares a little bit about how you can get ahead by simply prioritizing what's important to you. It wasn't always easy growing up in the Ugardi household and nothing was handed to me personally to get to where I am today. My mother is truly an inspiration to me and a huge testimony to what you truly can accomplish without a college diploma. Health comes in all ways including managing your stress often brought on by finances. So if you want to de-stress your life by managing your money, setting food and lifestyle boundaries, this is the episode for you. But before we get into the episode, a huge thank you to everyone who's already supporting the launch of this podcast. If you're enjoying it, would you do me a favor and pause this episode right now and give it a rating and review. By doing this, you're helping me get my podcast into more ears and help those needing to better their lives, their health, and inform the public of what they truly need to hear and what goes on in the food industry they may never hear from anywhere else. So thank you again for all your love and support. It truly means so much. Are formula-fed babies at greater risk for obesity? That is today's subject and topic in today's Bite of Knowledge. If you give your baby formula, studies show that your baby is at greater risk of obesity and that risk is related to the amount of formula he or she receives. Uh, The more formula, the higher risk and vice versa. So according to the Center for Disease Control, CDC, studies show that breastfeeding reduces the risk of a child becoming overweight. Children who breastfed any amount for nine months had a 30% reduced risk compared to those who exclusively were formula fed. Researchers haven't figured out exactly why this is the case. Some think that bottle feeding encourages overfeeding, while others suggest it is because of the formula that they are specifically fed and they think that those factors, they just can't compare to the mother's milk and the mother's milk can help regulate the baby's appetite. Most experts agree that risk is affected by a combination of both. So could be bottle feeding, plus the formula, but there are studies to show that formula-fed babies uh, are at greater risk of obesity. So exclusive breastfeeding seems to offer greater protection than a combination of breastfeeding and formula feeding. A study of Canadian school children found that both those who were formula-fed and those who received a combination of formula-fed and breast milk were at a higher risk of overweight and obesity than those who only received breast milk. Although long-term studies are limited, the CDC concludes that the protection breastfeeding offers against one's risk of becoming overweight extends into adolescence and even into adulthood. A study of data from the Western Australian Pregnancy Cohort covering infancy to the age of 20 found that breastfeeding until six months of age protected against increased risks of obesity in childhood, adolescence, and adulthood. Check this out, you guys. A study published in the Journal of Pediatrics found this. It showed that, well, preventing obesity was simply by getting breast milk directly from the breast. So study after study, why is that? Well, it's been thought to, as mentioned previously, the breast milk from mothers have so many different nutrients and benefits and it helps the digestive tract uh, develop within the baby, also uh, helps with certain bacteria, helps the microbiome develop within the baby and that obviously affects them long-term as far as obesity, people that are in adulthood today with obesity they often do have a lot of gut issues their microbiome isn't corrected so things like that are they they suffer from other issues as well and so they're they're thinking that that could be the link and that formula fed babies that those particular nutrients are missing and then it just trickles down to their life for, forever possibly i personally know some people they were formula-fed and uh, they developed celiac disease, they had an intolerance to dairy, in particular sisters. One was formula-fed, one was not. The sister that was formula-fed developed celiac and had all these other gut issues and digestive issues and the one that was breastfed didn't have any of them. Now that obviously that could be a coincidence but this is just one story and scenario that I could tell and share. Me personally, I'm so grateful that I was formula fed and I, of course, had gut issues later in life. So, you know, it, just telling you that things happen. And of course, gut issues may not always be related to being formula fed. Obviously, there are other factors. You could have been breastfed as a baby and develop gut issues later in life due to your own diet and habits. Come college, you start binge drinking, you start eating really crappy food, you know, stress levels. So there's other factors that go into that. It doesn't mean that you're going to have the best life when you're breastfed and vice versa, right? But for the average person, there are a lot of different links associated with formula fed. Now, all this to say... If you want to formula feed your baby or need to because of adoption, past breast surgery, your work, there's other factors that go into it. Sometimes the baby just doesn't latch on. So there's no shame. I'm not shaming anyone for choosing to formula feed via bottle. That is completely your choice and I definitely do not condemn anyone that does that. What bothers me is that there's limited options, right? And the ones that are out there just aren't the best. And I I know so many mothers, they try and get baby formula overseas. This was long before the whole shortage. People were buying baby formula overseas because it, the like in the United Kingdom and other places and they were saying that their options are a lot healthier. You know, so mothers are aware and they know this and it breaks my heart and i've spoken with several mothers and they said look it breaks my heart i can't breastfeed and i'm i'm having my only option is this brand and you know i can't afford the really expensive brand or buy overseas you know and this is just kind of what i have to do and my heart breaks for them because i wish there were better options so I'll digress over that. So, definitely not condoning or putting anyone down for bottle feeding and formula feeding, but I just find it quite interesting that there is a link in obesity and overweight babies and even overweight adulthood and other issues too, like celiacs, because of the um, formula fed probably maybe in their earlier years. So, again, these are just interesting studies I found. To be, you know, perked my interest and wanted to share that with you guys. And that's today's bite of knowledge. Hey guys, what's up? This is Bethany with the Digest This Podcast, and we have my mother on the show today, and she is Full of knowledge, but we're talking finances today, and a little bit about the background, my background, uh, how we grew up, grassroots, uh, just so many different things um, that we're gonna dive into. So, hello, mom. Hello. <laughs> Welcome mm-hmm. to the show. Uh, all right. So, let me just give you a little introduction. She is the she owns. she's the mother of three. She owns f- four houses, five houses. Okay, my mom owns five houses. She is not in debt in any of them. They're all...
0: oh, one of, one of them, the one, one, one of, we
1: just bought in South Dakota. Okay, they just bought one like a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, January. They just bought one a couple of months ago. Fifth one, that one they are still paying a mortgage. But the up until a few months ago, they had four homes, all bought and paid for. No debt, no credit card debt, no car debt, no car payment. Um and they live a really frugal life and it takes work to get there. And we're going to talk a little bit about that as well as, you know, what it takes to sacrifice food, um, the the choices that you make to get to where you want to be. And I mean, you know, I've definitely learned so much from her and just about saving and, you know, if you want this, you got to sacrifice that and uh just sharing a little about my upbringing and we didn't... Uh, we didn't have it, you know, uh, I guess I thought I had it great, honestly, because I mean, I, you're when you're a kid, right? Yeah. You, you don't know. You don't know. Like you're getting clothes from, you know, secondhand stores, mm-hmm. yard sales and toys from, you know, that are used. And I had no idea. And honestly, and I that,
0: that the reason for that was so that you could use that money for something else. Something else that was a a higher priority for yourself.
1: Yeah, and I don't care. I'm not embarrassed or anything like that. And I'm—I mean, I'm
0: well. And when your kids are little, they don't know the difference. They don't know. They—they don't know the difference. Um, We bought for our kids Mm -hmm. when they were, you know, just growing up. Actually, baby clothes hardly used. The kids grow so quickly. Yeah, and uh, we uh, used—we bought at yard sales. Um, We bought their toys at yard sales. We bought Christmas presents for them when they were really young at yard sales because they didn't know the difference. And and the toys you could find were like new.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously you're not, Giving someone like a broken
0: <laughs> toy. No broken toys.
1: But. You know, like, but I mean, if it was in good condition. Yeah, it yeah. was
0: in, they were in very good condition, a much uh, lower price. And then we could use that money that we saved from spending tons mm-hmm. on toys uh, to do something else that was a higher priority for us.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. So let Saving me get-
0: for a car or, or something else.
1: Totally. And your background, did you graduate college, mom?
0: I went to a year, one year and one quarter at Cal Poly Pomona. uh, So I didn't graduate. And just that, that just goes to show you don't have to have
1: some crazy degree to make it in life. That's correct. You know, um, let me tell you, my mom she, she has a story <laughs> um, What did you do for work when you were married?
0: Well, uh, when my husband and I got married, I actually worked at a preschool and then um when I'm trying to think after that my my first jobs were uh, before I was married was um fast food like every most everybody my age, you started out at a fast food restaurant. Um minimum wage because it wasn't going to be your lifelong job. Wow. It was a stepping stone to get to somewhere else.
1: And what was minimum wage back then?
0: My first job I made a dollar forty five an hour. Well, actually, I even babysat for less than that when I was younger. But... Yeah, how much was that? Mm, 50 cents an hour.
1: 50 cents an hour. Man, I when I was babysitting, I was I started out babysitting and i was making like 5 bucks an hour and i was like i'm making bank
0: okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> that
0: would have been for me yeah yeah
1: um so when you got married though didn't you do pottery too
0: mhm my husband and i um threw pottery on on you know on wheels potting wheels mm-hmm. and um we would go to the park and sell it at the park on the weekends um, we had jobs during the week, and then we would go on the weekend and sell pottery on the weekends.
1: And you did that t- to pay the bills,
0: right? When we first got married, um, we didn't make a whole lot of money, uh, but we knew we were savers. So we are both on the same page, and that's mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, um, both savers, and and sat down and said, "What is it we want to do? What you know? What are we saving for?" Because if you have a goal, it's easier to save. So you want to have a goal. And uh, yeah, we we saved up and um, had a down payment, uh, saved up for a down payment on our house.
1: What was the f- <laughs> I don't know if you want to disclose this, but I know the answer. How much was it how much was your first home that you bought?
0: We bought our first home in 1977. It was $33,500. Oh,
1: like less than a car these days. Um, What other sacrifices did you do to save money? Um, Like, did you go out to eat? Did you, like, what did, you know what I mean? What was your lifestyle?
0: Well, we didn't go out to eat. And we, I cooked at home. We probably went out to eat maybe two times a year. Um, one was a fast food restaurant, <laughs> so it wasn't a fancy place that we went out to eat.
1: Two times a year, and one of them was fast food. That's like someone's, people eat out like three times a week.
0: Mm-hmm. And I love to eat out now, but now I can afford to. Mm-hmm. And um, back then, I couldn't afford to. I probably ate healthier <laughs> than if we had uh, money to go out to eat. So we, I looked for what was on sale. And my brother-in-law said, how do you figure out what you're going to eat? I said, "I whatever's on sale is what we're eating. That's our menu, whatever's <laughs> on sale.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it takes sacrifice. And, you know, I remember when I was super young, I remember eating rice and beans. And these were beans that were not canned, but the soaked kind mm-hmm. that were dried because they were cheaper. Mm-hmm. And I remember we would eat that multiple times a week. Um, And I didn't really know... Beans
0: and rice make a complete protein. And, you know... I would just put a bunch of ketchup
1: on it. As long as I had ketchup, (laughs) when I was young, I was a ketchup lover. So if I put ketchup on my beans and rice, I was like, okay, whatever. And I mean, we would... I think we had pancakes maybe for dinner or I don't even know you know I don't I don't remember if we had pancakes or not but I had no idea that let's say like I don't want to even say poor because I don't think no. you were poor we,
0: well we didn't have a lot of money but we had enough we had enough we had enough so that's not really poor so we had enough and I had enough to even save something take sacrifice to win Mm-hmm. And uh, and you sacrifice in one area so that you can win in another area, and you you make the decisions of of what those things would be for you. You know, for some people, they um they want to, especially for you, Bethany. You want to eat healthier food. Yeah, you know, especially for your digestion, and so you know, for those people who, who um, have a limited amount of money, you have to make a sacrifice in one area in order to be able to buy. Totally. You know, what you need in another area. So you don't, you don't have a car payment so that you can use that money, you know, for healthier foods. If, if that's the kind of, um,
1: if that's what, you yeah, if that's what your on. choice is, that's totally. correct. Yeah, and and for me, like food, healthy food is a priority to me. So I don't go on vacation. Mm-hmm. You, I, I, I can't remember the last time I went on a vacation. You know, I'm not, um, my car is paid off. It was used. It's a very old, you know, um, electric uh, car,
0: well, um, hybrid. It's it's a, a hybrid. It's a hybrid, yeah. Car. It's a hybrid,
1: but I bought it used so I wouldn't have to have a car payment mm-hmm. and it's not some like fancy, you know, thing. And, you know, I'm modest in other areas so that I can put that priority. And That's right. For other you make people, choices. Yeah, for other people it's different and maybe food isn't a priority and mm-hmm. maybe they want to spend it on a vacation or whatever, right? That's right. So, um, not- And
0: you can save up for vacations so that you don't have to – Pay for them after you come back,
1: right? And you're not. I mean, when I when I did like remodels on my house, you know, um, I made sure I had the money before I spent it. I didn't take out a loan. I'm very happy to say that I am in no debt except mm-hmm. for my mortgage of my house. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, could not pay that cash.
0: <laughs> that <laughs> one's a little difficult. That one's a little difficult to you know. But pay. you can. When you do have extra money, you get a raise at work or you you can use that money to make extra payments on your home so you can pay your home off early.
1: Yes. And that's what we did. That's definitely what you guys did. And I hope to do that as well. Um, and you guys are such a great example to, to share that kind of information. You know, even uh, an extra 200 bucks, mm-hmm. you know, towards your principal.
0: Yeah. Well, but, when I was young, I didn't realize you could even do that and uh, And then a friend of my husband said that he was putting any extra money towards uh, the principal on his home. I said, "Can you do that <laughs> and uh after he told me that every month, I put extra money towards that got it paid off
1: and you paid your houses off in how many years
0: We had a thirty year mortgage we paid it off in fifteen years. Ooh, and both of the main homes that we bought one right after another we sit, we we paid off our first home and then saved up for a down payment on the second home, kept the first home so that we could rent it out and then use that money to make extra payments on the home we were living in. So paid that home off early too.
1: Yeah. Using the money wisely and smart, Correct. not just going on vacations because you have extra money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're
0: Well, people decide what they want to totally, do with totally. their money. Um, for us, Um, we wanted to make sure that when we were older, everything was paid off. And, um, well, houses, because that's the only thing that we ever made payments on was our homes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Make sure that was paid off so that when you do retire, you don't have that high payment that uh, goes with Renting or goes with a mortgage payment, that it's all paid off when your income becomes lower when you retire. Research shows the average cleaning
1: product contains chemicals that are affecting our lungs. The researchers also added that accelerated lung function declines in those who clean regularly with these products, and the lung health of these participants were just under the comparable to smoking. Hazardous chemicals can be found in bleach-based products, disinfectants, and degreasers containing 2-butoxyethanol, commonly referred to as EGBE. Butoxyethanol is a solvent in cleaning products due to its ability to clean grease and dirt. It is also a common ingredient in liquid soaps and cosmetics, hairspray, paint, glue, as well as industrial and household cleaning products. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention, a.k.a. CDC, and the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health, EGB, they state EGB can affect the blood. Officials say the chemicals can be absorbed through the skin or inhaled, potentially exposing persons handling the product to levels above the exposure limit set by the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, Uh, aka that's OSHA or OSHA, depending on how you want to say it. Um, This is 50 parts per million, right? So EGBE is listed as possibly toxic to the eyes and skin, central nervous system, respiratory system, kidneys, and liver. The Agency for Toxic Substances and Disease states it also affects development and reproduction. This is all just another reason why I use Branch Basics for my cleaning needs. You just mix their non-toxic concentrate with water in a glass spray bottle and you're good to go and clean your entire home. Everything from your kitchen, to your bathroom, to your living room, and even your kids' toys. Branch Basics is so safe and gentle, I've personally washed my fruits and veggies with it, as well as used it on my couch and in my car to get out stains. It's safe around your kids and pets, and it actually works. It's 100% biodegradable, fragrance-free, and contains no harmful substances. Their concentration is derived from plants and minerals, and the best part is that you only have to buy one product, which is their do-it-all concentrate. If you want to clean up your home and your health by using Branch Basics, they're offering my listeners 15% off. Just use code sipper at checkout to receive a discount. I recommend starting with their starter kit, which includes everything you'll need with simple instructions. Again, if you go to branchbasics.com and enter code sipper at checkout, that's L-I-L-S-I-P-P-E-R at checkout, you'll receive a discount. So I have to have you tell this story of the the olive jar situation. Well, <laughs> right. I mean, it's just like the <laughs> sweetest story, and it just touched my heart. And I never actually knew this um, until I want to say like maybe six months ago. And I'll 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 set it up. But so every Christmas, my mom she s- stuffs my dad's stocking. She would stuff it, and um, until this day, and she would put a jar of olives. Green olives. Green olives. A jar of green olives in my dad's stocking. And I just thought, oh, my dad, yeah, he likes green olives, so that she just puts it in his stocking. But apparently there was more to the story.
0: Well, when we were just married, and we didn't have a lot of money, we didn't have kids yet, and we were shopping uh, at the grocery store, we had a mortgage uh, because we had bought our first home. So things were um, not terrible, but tight. (laughs) And... We were in the grocery store and putting different things into the cart, and my husband put a jar of olives in there, and I took it out and put it back on the shelf because it wasn't in the budget, and so...
1: So the budget was so tight, you couldn't afford a jar of olives.
0: Not any, uh, not extra. Not uh, extra. It wasn't in the budget, so um, he was okay with it. I mean, he he was he's always been to stay on the budget, but um, so... I put that as a reminder. Hey, we can afford a jar of olives, mm. and I put that in a stocking every Christmas.
1: So sweet, just kind of like, hey, look how far we've come. Mm-hmm. We can now afford these we olives. Can afford
0: these olives.
1: It's just super touching to me, and you know, just little stuff like that. And um, so, like, what what did you grow up eating as a child?
0: Well, I came from a family of six children. Um, so there's eight of us living in a three bedroom home with one bathroom,
1: one, one bathroom,
0: (laughs) one bathroom. (laughs) So, um, I didn't, I didn't think we were poor either, you know, and, and my dad always provided everything we needed. So I didn't think about it, but after church on Sunday, we would go to the day old bakery and my mom would buy 10 loaves of bread for a dollar, if you can believe that. Ten loaves. Ten loaves of bread for a dollar. And we... But this was
1: like like white Wonder Bread. It was white Wonder Bread.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And we... um, And other things that she would buy at the Dale Bakery and um, bring them home. It would probably last us a week because six kids, we ate a lot of bread and um, a lot of sandwiches. But, you know, that's what we grew up. I remember we would buy... um, corn on the cob and be just shucking bunches of corn on the cob. And that's what I remember eating for dinner. I, you know, I remember eating, um, my mom would make rice. We didn't have cereal in the morning. So my mom would cook up rice and maybe other people remember this too, um, cook up the rice and then we would put it in the bowl with milk and cinnamon and sugar.
1: That's trending right now. I oh, think. is it? I don't know. <laughs> it's coming
0: back. It was back. good. It was good. Um, so, I mean, we we never went without. We always um, had something, but it may not have been what other people had, you know. And I, and I was okay with that. And my dad provided for us. He we probably could have gotten free maybe or reduce lunches at school, but my dad said, no, you know, I will provide for my own family. He
1: wanted to be the provider. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's chosen, you know, a lot, you know, for him. And mm-hmm. um, it just isn't a, a reminder just to be grateful, you know, to yes. For and we're, I mean, today's, you know, society, generation, whatever you want to say, mm-hmm. it's just, I feel like, you know, we can, we forget how blessed we are, yeah. like how blessed we really are. And I,
0: I didn't really grow up eating healthy foods, obviously. <laughs> but when I got married, my husband, who actually came from a, a very poor family, um, his mom made sure that they ate healthy. So he he said he knew what he was going to eat two months from now because it was the same thing he ate every night, beans, rice, and salad. But that was probably healthier than what I was
1: Eating, yeah. This is what I remember, like as a child, me growing up, uh, is we would have cold cereal in the morning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Eggs. It was like a very rare occasion we would have eggs in the morning.
0: I still have cold cereal.
1: My mom, yeah, she does still grape have nuts. cold cereal. Grape nuts. Okay, that's another topic. I'm trying to get her off grape nuts, you guys. I'm trying to get her into some something else and strawberries. It's okay, strawberries, but grape nuts. Come on, mom. We gotta. <laughs> but you know. But um, yeah. I mean, we would have cold cereal, eggs, never, maybe toast. But it was we had like a selection. It was like plain Cheerios, plain shredded wheat. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, and raisin bran. Which oh yeah, was, raisin, oh, oh, raisin bran, raisin <laughs> bran. You know, I mean, that's on a treat. A, on a very rare occasion, you would get like frosted shredded weeds or something like that. On a rare, occasion. a very rare occasion, maybe
0: yeah, like, on vac- if we were on on a, vacation, like yeah. yeah, camping or something. Plain on vacation. Cheerios,
1: <laughs> like forget Honey Nut Cheerios, like the plainest plain of of plain. Uh, and we would just eat that for breakfast, and you know we would have uh, peanut butter and honey sandwiches mm-hmm. not jelly because honey was cheaper at the time Jelly's now cheaper
0: well and, and it was healthier my you know when i married mm. my husband he kind of showed me a healthier way to eat not that i eat as healthy as bethany but healthier than i did as a child
1: now i'm sure show, i'm showing my dad some a few things now i got him in fact this is like a side note but i got him into raw honey a long time mm-hmm. ago, and now my dad, of course, he got into it, and now he's like doing his beehives and you know all of that stuff. But I <laughs> kind of take pride in, in in having him create a beehive. <laughs> <laughs> and he loved I, it I, I didn't think it would go that far, but <laughs> but um, anyway, so yeah, that's kind of what you know. I grew up. Um, Lunchables were completely off the mm-hmm. topic, like. I would get lunchables. I would, I would we homeschooled, mm-hmm. but once a year we would go to a school and do SAT testing for a year, or excuse me, for a year, <laughs> for a week, we would do SAT testing. And so as a treat, my mom would get these lunchables, not because they were, I mean, maybe because they were unhealthy, but also because they were expensive. Or yeah, expensive and they're, for not what, now, they're not now, but back then
0: they, they were like first out or something. I, I mean,
1: they, they were, were expensive, expensive for expensive. what you got. Mm-hmm. You know, you weren't really getting anything. And so you were like, why pay this when we can just have a peanut butter and honey sandwich or tuna sandwiches were another mm-hmm.
0: uh, rotation. Or egg sandwiches. Egg, we had egg sandwiches. Egg and ketchup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I still eat that today. I, I love it.
1: I mean, if you think about it, it's basically just toast like egg mm-hmm. toast, good bread,
0: egg, good bread, I and gotta, some ketchup. I
1: got it. <laughs> I got it. So, what motivated you to live the way you do?
0: My husband and the Word of God.
1: And do you still live this way today? Like, do you still live frugal and like still eat rice and beans and all that, or are do, or do you, are you just living it up now?
0: <laughs> well. Uh, well I don't necessarily eat rice and beans, although I love rice and beans. Um, So occasionally we do eat that, but we we have sacrificed so that we have enough that I do go out to dinner, you know, um, probably twice a month. And and uh, I love
1: that. I love seeing you and Dad. Yeah, and I I, and I
0: enjoy that. That's one of my favorite things to do. We go out to dinner, and uh, but I still live frugally. Because it's just in you. Yeah. It's just in you. Um, I love yard sales. <laughs> They're I fun, love honestly. thrift stores. It's like a treasure hunt. It
1: is. You don't know what you're gonna find. You
0: don't know what you're gonna find. And there's so much good stuff out there.
1: Yeah. It, I, so
0: for me, it's it's not a matter of, you know, do I have the money? But just it's fun.
1: It's fun. It is fun. And I mean and two, like even now, like I just sometimes I can't. I'll splurge on mm-hmm. like something, um, if I like it yep. or if it's like a good quality. But sometimes I'm like, I can I can't spend this much money on a purse when I can get this, just a good quality purse for twenty five dollars instead of
0: money like to that two thousand purses. You know,
1: purses. I'm like not
0: a priority for I me. I don't
1: know. I just can't hey, if you're a purse person, you yeah. know, whatever. That's, That's up cool. to you. <laughs> no, no, you know, shade, no sh- shade on that. But I just, some things I'm like, I can, I just can't get myself. And then other things, of course, you know, with yeah. me and my size 11 shoe, <laughs> I'm like, hey, if it's size 11, I will pay. That's right. <laughs> you find it.
0: And, and we spend money on uh, uh, My husband has a lot of hobbies and um and because we're frugal in one area then we have the money if something like an old car comes up that's one of his hobbies that he loves an old car comes up that he wants he has the money for that because we've saved in other areas so it just depends what's important to you
1: yeah and every person's different
0: correct every person is different
1: i think the i think the takeaway is just to like management and just to Mm -hmm. sacrifice no matter what, if you're sacrificing in this area because you want, you know, something in another area or vice versa, Mm -hmm. it's, it takes sacrifice to get to where you are and props to you for owning five homes, you know, and having no debt, no credit card debt, no car payment, no like nothing. And um, to that point is it's, you live so much, str- you have less, less stress. And stress today, I mean, stress, money, finances, that's what breaks up marriages. That's what, you know...
0: Causes con- disease.
1: Causes disease, digestive issues, heck, mm-hmm. like stress causes so much. I can personally attest to that, mm-hmm. <laughs> that,
0: you know, if you can reduce your stress... Yeah. There, there, there are stressors in the world and you can't get away from it. But if you can reduce your stress in the areas where you don't have to be stressed, and money is one of them, so you don't have to be stressed, don't get into debt, you know, don't uh, buy something on a on a whim. Think it over. Right,
1: or like try, I mean, at least, you know, it's everyone has their thing, but, you know, if you want to remodel a home or, I mean, mm-hmm. try and save up before you remodel That's or, correct. you know, like... I mean, this is just personal tips. Um, kind of going into, I guess, my last question that I actually had for you is, what tips do you have for others wanting
0: to get ahead? Well, here's a big tip in that um, my husband and I didn't go into debt. That's, that's huge. But the other thing is if you really want something to um, get you on a plan, we went to the Dave Ramsey classes. And that really set us up um, for some things that we didn't know about. And, and they'll get you on a budget. It, it's really a great program. And he always says it takes sacrifice to win. That's why I always say that. Oh, and it's absolutely true. And he always says, you know, get yourself on a budget. Because if you, you don't have your money designated to go somewhere, it's going to go somewhere. And you're not going to know where it went. So designate where you want your money to go, and that choice is yours. You set yourself on on your own budget. What's important to you, uh, and what you want to save for, and where you can you know make sacrifices. Each person has that. It's pretty individual, and you decide what you want out of life.
1: So, tip would be take a Dave Ramsey class. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly,
0: I, I would tell anyone a, to do that.
1: A plug. This is Dave yeah. Ramsey. Uh,
0: but I would tell anyone to do that. It's a great class. Don't get into debt. Pay. If you have, um, you know, some people have credit cards for gasoline or whatever because they want to build their credit, pay it off at the end of the month. Make sure you do oh, yeah. that. You set, the, if you put so much money on a credit card for gas, make sure you have that cash. Either in an envelope or somewhere, so that at the end of the month you can pay that off.
1: Yeah, well, and then some, a lot of—I mean, everyone has a credit card, you know. But um, I had to get a credit card many years ago just to build my credit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I wasn't able to buy my my first condo or mm-hmm. this house or anything like that.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'd um, pay it off but, at the yeah. End I would of the always month.
1: pay it off, and I had a limit. I still do that's like right. on my I I was like get the smallest limit so I can only spend like a few hundred bucks
0: on this credit card. And well, then, either that or limit yourself. Tell yeah. yourself, "Hey, I'm only spending, you know, so much on this, so much on that. You, that's your budget." Yeah. You put out a budget, what you can afford. And and people say, you know, live within your means, but really if you want to get ahead, you need to live under your means so mm-hmm. that you have money to put away for savings. Or what, whatever you're wanting to buy, whether it's a car, whether it's a house, you know, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's whatever. And to give. Special food and to give. You know, to give back. That's right. That's, that's a, actually, Dave teaches that in his class. That's a portion of, of the budget.
1: Yeah, well, and then something else too is uh, uh, um, if you can, pay everything with cash, because it's so much different when you see the money go away. I mean, That's I know right. no one really pays with cash anymore, but it's. I diff- do. I know you. I know you guys do, <laughs> but it's totally different when you're paying with a card. You don't see the money coming in and out, but when you're paying with cash, and you and you look in your wallet and you're like, I have no money now. Mm-hmm. It, it just kind of sets things back into reality. And you're like, oh, I only have like five dollars left. Oh. Okay then, like maybe Mm -hmm. I shouldn't buy whatever.
0: Yeah, and if you don't have the money, if you don't have the money for it, you can't afford it. So save, save, and put that money away little by little, and and it grows. Don't touch it. You you have a goal. You have a goal, and honestly, when it became more exciting for me to see my house payment go down not my house payment, but my, the principal on my mortgage go down, then buy, then me going out and buying something. It was exciting to see that. Yeah. Okay. And I would figure out, okay, how many more months, you know, till it's all paid off. It's exciting.
1: Almost like a treasure hunt.
0: Yeah, it, it, it is. It, yeah. It's exciting. And, and stay consistent. If you decide that you and your husband want to do that and you have the, the X little bit extra cash to do that, stay consistent. Yeah. You and your husband. What about you? Yeah, Yeah. you. If If, if you have a a home
1: like me. Yeah, that's right.
0: If you have a home by yourself. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, you can totally make it. I mean, you don't have to have a partner to take that step. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, there's. Not just me. I've seen tons of people and they've bought homes by themselves. Mm-hmm. They're business owners. They they can do it. And yeah. if they're smart, you know. Yeah.
0: We're not telling you to go out and buy one right now. Be smart about, you know. I don't know about the market right now. The market and be whatever. smart about, you know, interest payments and the interest on your loan. But What are um, you telling people to do, Mom? Save. <laughs> Save for whatever and eat leftovers is gonna come your way. <laughs> I love leftovers.
1: Sometimes leftovers are good for certain things. Sometimes, like, yeah, some things don't
0: don't go well it, the next yeah. day, but chili beans. Oh, my like, god! Oh, yeah, any
1: kind of soup. Yeah, like
0: the next day, so good.
1: Yeah, how did we? Uh, we're always going, we're always talking about food. I don't know, I'm always bringing <laughs> it back to food, it's like a unconscious thing, but um, okay, so. I mean, I really hope that this was a little bit more insightful for all of you guys listening uh, you know, and also you know there's a there's a story behind every person, and just because you see them and you see that they're doing x, y, and z, I really think that they they had they had to to be somewhere they had to do something to get to where they are um I mean, not everyone, some people are are born into it, but a lot of people they worked really hard to get to where they were or where they are and you know um it doesn't just come easy and let me tell you it's sacrifice seeing that from my mother doing it myself making sacrifices for my life um and just putting priorities you know your own priorities of where you want them and so yeah, I guess that's, I guess the only advice I can give, but I mean, I'm learning from the best right here, sitting right across from me. So thank you, mom.
0: Thanks, Bethany.
1: All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this show. And remember that uh, if you did enjoy it, please share it with your friends and family and go to the um, your podcast in the Apple store, give it a rating, um, give it a review. I would always love to see that. And it helps... Uh, get my podcast into more ears and help people to find it more easily and share this kind of information with the world. So thank you so much for that and your support. Thanks for listening to this episode of Digest This. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review in your podcast app to let us know. If you're ever wondering how you can support me and this podcast, sharing it with your friends and family is the best way. This is a resonant media production produced by Drake Peterson and edited by Chris McCone. To email the show, message us at digestthispod at gmail.com. See you next time. The content of the show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical and mental health advice and does not constitute a
0: provider-patient relationship. As always, talk to your doctor or health team first.